I've tried a variety of different podcasting outlets. And the one thing that's always bothered me is the fact that I have to pay a monthly fee to do something that I love to do. And that's talk to the audience. But with Anchor, they make it simple and make it easy for you to do a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, and the most important thing right out of the shoot, it's free. F-R-E-E. Free. Wow. You can't beat free in this day of age. You can record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So if you're sitting there and you have a thought, you're on the couch, you're in the bathroom, you're at work, just whip out your phone, download the Anchor app on your phone, hit the record button, you can be done, edit, and bam, you're set. It'll go to, if you have a Spotify account, Apple Podcast, and many, many more. And you know what the cool thing is? Another thing, cool thing, I know there's so many cool things here. You can make money from your podcast. It doesn't matter how many people listen, you can make money. For your one-stop shop, go to Anchor right now. Download the free, yes, once again, you keep hearing this word, everyone. Free, F-R-E-E, or go to anchor.fm to get started today. What's up, you guys? Steven Mulehausen here, host of Walkway to Fight Club. First of all, I want to thank everyone that has been downloading, rating, and reviewing the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and all your favorite co- podcasting platforms. I also greatly appreciate all you guys that have been listening via YouTube, the Walkway to Fight Club YouTube channel. You've been liking the videos giving that good old thumbs up, and also been subscribing to the channel. It really means a lot. It is greatly appreciated, and it means so much. And that's all you got to do for this upcoming audio and video. All you got to do, if you got iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Overcast, Anchor, whatever, however you listen to your podcast, just click. Say, the walkway to Fight Club. Hit that subscribe button. Give the five stars. Give a nice review if you want. Give us a rating, preferably five stars. And if you're listening via YouTube, just hit the thumbs up, subscribe, and a lot of cool videos on the channel as well, and a lot of cool podcasts on the feed as well. It really does mean a lot, and it is greatly appreciated. Coming up, talk to UFC light heavyweight Anthony Smith. He headlines. The UFC Fight Night card this coming Saturday from the Apex in Las Vegas as he faces Alexander Rakich. We talk about his hair. Why is he bald? Not on Twitter much. We talk about the fight against Glover Teixeira, the controversy surrounding that from everywhere. He got his coach Mark Montoya got heavily criticized. For not stopping the fight sooner when he lost to Glover Teixeira back in May. Talk about that. John Jones. We talk about him going up to heavyweight. What does that mean for the division at 205 pounds and a whole lot more? Right now, here is my interview with UFC light heavyweight, Anthony Lionheart Smith. I've been okay. How have you been holding up, my friend? It's been a while. Good, good. And we'll start with this, and 
you don't tweet much. And I saw your Twitter last night because I knew we were talking. And this fascination you had for Steepy Miocic's hair. My question for you is, when's, when is the last time Anthony Smith has had hair on his head? Oh, man, it's been a while. Uh, I used to have hair, weirdly enough. And then, you know, then I got married and had all these kids. And just oddly enough, the hair just went right with it, man. I don't know what happened. But I stopped doing it. I stopped letting it grow probably three or four years ago because my hairline's receding so bad. Now, see, I didn't do that. I have a shaved head as well, and I didn't go that route. I shaved my head. I lost the bet doing a – I couldn't do a keg stand too long. I lost the bet doing that. I didn't do that by choice, and then after I shaved it, I thought it looked good, and then I just kept it going. Yeah, I just uh, – you know what? My wife wants – my wife hates that I shave my head. She wants me to grow my hair because she likes it, but uh, I just I just can't – I can't do it. I can't do it. Now – See, my wife likes my head shaved, and anytime I try to grow my hair out, she tells me to shave it right off. So I, normally they always say listen to, they always say listen to your wife, but I think in both of our circumstances, I think we both don't want to. Yeah, no, I think we just leave it bald, man. <laughs> Absolutely, and you know, I wanted to ask you, you know, just because you know. Not many guys have fought twice during, since the pandemic and the UFC has been inside the bubbles. What's it been like now? Because you're in Vegas for this fight. The first fight you were in Florida. What was the difference between differences between going through all this in Florida and now going all through it again, but this time in Vegas? Uh, it's a little more comfortable here in Vegas. Um, you know, I, 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 not only do I fight, but I also work for the company as well. So, uh, you know, all my all my work friends are here. You know, so I'm, it's it's familiar. Uh, so obviously, the Apex. I've been in there already, and I and I've been able to see it. I've seen fights happen in there now, so I kind of know what to expect. Uh, the Apex is a lot smaller building, so when we were in Florida, it was an actual arena that was empty, so it was really really creepy. Uh, so there's there's that. The, the protocols are a little different now, but I, you know, obviously I've worked in Vanlust too, so I've been through those. Uh, here in Vegas already, so I know what that all looks like. You know, I've been in the hotel already. You know, nothing. It's nothing new here. You know, it's, it's kind of just same same shit. Uh, you know, but that's that's something that Rackets is going to have to adjust to for sure. Do you feel now going through it? Do you feel now more comfortable this time around than you did back in May? Oh, for sure, for sure. And, and you know, like when I'm here in Vegas, Vegas is kind of a home game for me. Uh, I've just fought here so many times, and, and again, again, I know all the staff, and, 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 you know, I'm comfortable. You know, I got my, like, regular places I like to eat and hang out, and so uh, I, I'm just super comfortable here. You know, me and you have talked plenty in the past before a lot of your big fights, and you're never a man that does makes no excuses whatsoever. What happens in the cage happens. But do you feel like all the chaos that was going on in May and all the uncertainty going on, not just in the world but the sport, had an effect on you in that fight with Glover? Uh, I don't know, man. You know, I don't know. But Glover was going through the same shit. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm definitely not going to make any excuses. You know, it, Glover, Glover won fair and square. Uh I think the circumstances are much different this time around. I'm, I'm in a much better place. I'm, 
I'm happy. I'm comfortable. I'm, I'm, I know what to expect. I know what I'm getting myself into. I know what everything's going to look like. Um, so I, that's definitely different. But, you know, I think, I think everyone was kind of going through some crazy shit when that was going on. You know, a lot has been made of the stoppage in your fight. And it, to me, it's all subjective. Everyone has a different opinion. And, and you know, and that's why we all, everyone is allowed to have one. But when you've looked back on it, how do you make of the controversy surrounding when the fight was going to end? Uh, I, I just don't, I, I, I don't know. I was kind of shocked, to be honest with you. I couldn't believe that it was such a big deal. Um, when I got back to the hospital and got my phone out and was sitting there, I, I was blown away at, uh, at, at how crazy everything was, to be honest with you. Did it leave you disappointed that, that 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 many people, you know, put a lot of the blame on, on your coach, you know, because your coach has been there for you through thick and thin, and your coach is going to know when is the best time for you to be out of the fight. Was it the most disappointing thing to you than anything else? No, 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 no. Like you said, everyone's got their opinions, and I and I and I respect that. Um, I don't I don't care what your opinion is. Yeah. Uh, because it, we're, we're adults, and, you, and 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 I don't expect everyone to agree with me. Uh, and I just said this to, to Ben Fultz. It, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. It's the same shit that I say to my children. Uh, if you have a problem with your sister, uh, there's a way to go about dealing with that problem. And, and that's the issue and the disappointment that I had. It's, uh, I've, been, I've been really good to you guys, and I keep saying this over and over because I think it needs to be said. Yeah. I've been really good to the media. I've always been open. I, I've gone out of my way. I've stopped vacations and I've, I've stopped things that are really important. I've stepped out of shit with my kid to, 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 to answer the phone for, for interviews. And for some of those, not all of them, most people were fairly respectful, but for some of those people, uh, to absolutely shit all over me and my team, uh, just because that was the cool thing to do uh, at the time was, was disappointing. Uh, and then on the flip side of that, some of my peers, the people that I work with, the people that I hang out with him, you know, uh, off camera to, to kind of just take a shot at me and my team. You know, like if you're attacking my team, you're, you're attacking me because it's my fault. I'm the one that put them in that position. So, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's a way to go about things. And I say a lot of things that people don't like, whether it's on my radio show or whether I'm on the desk, but you can never say that I've disrespected anybody. Uh, I've had issues with my own coach and talked about them on air and didn't piss him off, you know, like it didn't upset him. So it, there, there's ways to do it. You can't tell me that it's, that I'm just being sensitive. It, it, there's, there's ways to go about it. If you disagree, that's fine. That's great. I don't expect everyone to agree. Uh, there's a reason that I do what I do and everyone else does what they do. If all of our opinions on stuff would be the same, then, then we'd all be fighters. So uh, that's that, that, to, to just shut the rambling down, you know, that's, that's where my disappointment was. No, I agree with you 100%. And do you use all that negativity as fuel hunting into this one, or is it in your mind that, you know, it's done? It happened three months ago. That's out of sight, out of mind, and we'll focus on Alexander. Um, you know, you know, I mean, I, I, I put those names in a box in my head. Uh, and you know, those are people that I just don't fuck with anymore. Yeah. Uh, and then we just move on, you know, like, and, and some of it, I was probably being a little sensitive, you know, like, so I'm sure there were some people that, that I was irritated with that, you know, when I look back at it, it wasn't probably that big of a deal, but 
like you said, it was three months ago, and 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 I've I've moved on, uh, and and I'm just ready to to, to get it, you know, to get it. You're only as good as your last fight, right? So that's the mm-hmm. thing everyone wants to talk about. So give them something else to talk about. You know, when this fight was announced, I personally was a little bit surprised just because. Just because of the brutal war you went through a couple when you went through with Glover, and you know some fighters take another, they don't come back for five, six, seven, eight months. What was the reasoning of wanting to come back so soon? I tried to come back earlier. I wanted to fight on Fight Island in July. Oh wow! So they wouldn't let, they wouldn't let me. So um, I don't know. I just I do better when I run out there uh, often. You know when I'm super active, you know, some guys need the long breaks in between and, and I'm not that type of a guy. I, I want to stay busy and, and keep working towards that goal. And, uh, yeah, that's just, that's just my mentality. I just do better, uh, when I'm, when I'm fighting a lot. What is it? Why'd you want to fight on fight Island? You know, that would have been, I think that not why, but I think that would have been a very unique experience. And is it something you do want to do in the future? Or is it, you know, cause it seems like the UFC is going to go back there. So, Regardless of how this fight goes, is that something you want to do again later on this year if that happen, if that opportunity does arise? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that the quarantine will suck really bad. I think that the flight will suck. I think the whole process will suck. But <laughs> listen, eventually, someday we're not going to be in a goddamn pandemic. Yeah. And I, I think that uh, you know, I've, it's, there's a lot of goals that I've had in life uh, and in my career, and I and I've kind of just added Fight Island to those goals. I, I think that we're living in history right now. So I, I think when most of us guys that are competing right now, I think especially, you know, the, the, the guys that have been around a long time already, uh, I think that when it's all said and done and we hang them up and, and we're sitting around BSing with each other, I think that, uh, you know, the guys that won't ever have the opportunity to fight during a pandemic, I think that that's a story. You know, I think that this is going to be part of MMA history and, and, and I kind of want to be a part of that. Kind of like, in your division just within the last like seven to ten days you had you had john relinquishing the belt go likely going up to heavyweight later on this year at the beginning of 2021 they've made the vacant title fight between dominic and jan what do you make of now 205 just being extremely wide open uh yeah it's exciting i think it's exciting for the fans there's a lot of new parody and conversations and, and fun matchups that people are kind of mixing and matching in their heads and um, you know, we got a cool little thing going on right now. You know, we got kind of like a, a race right now between me and Glover and Rakic and Thiago. You know, I, I, I think that we all know that we all need to have impressive wins. So it definitely raises the stakes. Um, it, adds a, it adds a little bit of fun to it, though, doesn't it? Oh, I agree 100%. As soon as that happened, I'm like, oh, my God, I was thinking of your fight, Thiago's fight coming up, and then the, the title fight coming up next month. And were you shocked at all? by John deciding to vacate the belt and going up to heavyweight? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was, actually. Uh, and not, not, I'm not surprised about him going to heavyweight. I'm surprised that he gave up the title. John is uh, John's an interesting guy. And he, he, like, he wants what he wants. And, and for John to 
to willingly give it up uh, says a lot about where he's at personally. You know, it's it just he talked he when, he when he was suspended, he talked about it a lot because he's he, he just meant to be a champion. You know, that he that's who he is, that's his identity. Uh, so for him to be willing to just give it up and, and, and just let the division move on and, and kind of get out of everyone's way and, and not hold it up, because we both know that he could have kept the title as long as he wanted. Uh, and not, you know, maybe not as long as he wanted, but he could have held on to it for much longer and went up to heavyweight and talked about coming back down and not come down and then hold everybody up. Uh, so, uh, you know, I know that people kind of shit on me because I said it was a noble thing. You know, John Jones isn't the most noble person in the world, but when it comes to, to selfless decisions, I think this is one of the few that John made. Two more questions, Anthony, and thank you so much for the time today. It's really appreciated. And. Yeah. You know, you now you look at 205, like you said, it's wide open, and we, and we were talking about it. And it seems like it is like a little mini tournament here for like a right race to the title. What does a win do for you? How many more wins do you think after you went, if if you went on Saturday, do you need to get one more crack at the belt? Uh, no more than two. Uh, you know, it depends on circumstances. It could be one. Depends on, it really depends on how the how, how my fight goes and how Chicago Santos and Glover fight. Uh, they have a snoozer, uh, and I get a I get a big finish. Uh, I think that you know there's a you know there's a, there's an argument there, uh, but you know we just got to go out and fight. You know I got to focus on rackage first and and see see what and I'll sit and wait see what happens with Chicago and Glover and then and then we just evaluate from there and figure out what we're gonna do. Uh, probably only I mean. Either way, there's not a whole lot of other people for me to fight. Uh, I beat Rakic. Um, you know, where does that, you know, if we look at the division, you know, that they got me at five. They got Yuri, the, that new cat that came in from Juan or Horizon or wherever he came from. Yeah. Uh, I already beat Vulcan. You know, Rakic is eight. You know, I'm not, not going to go down to nine. Uh you know, then maybe the loser of the title fight or, or the winner of Tiago and Glover, if it's not exciting, like, who knows? But I can't imagine it'd be more than one. More than one. I have to ask this question before we get off. Why are you a 3-1 to one underdog? That's what I'm – when I look at the odds, I was like, what, what's going on here? That, you know, it's, I think it's – you know, me and my co-host on my radio show kind of talked about this too. It's not necessarily – like, I didn't always understand how odds work, but – um, I, I I think a lot of it has to do with my last fight. You know, it, it, like I said, it, it, you're only good at your last fight. So, um, you know, I, I don't know. If you get an opportunity to make the money, but I thought it was pretty fucking crazy too. I'll make... I'll tell my friends to put the money on you. They'll make some easy money. They can, they can, they can make some money on Saturday okay, night. Uh, you go ahead and throw 25 on it. Come on now. <laughs> I don't bet, my friend. I don't bet. I, I can't... Reporters can't bet on fights, Mr. Smith. Come on. That's morally wrong. Well, reporters shouldn't be betting on fighters. I don't I don't think that on fights, that's just my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm maybe I'm not looking at it right. Why not? Why not? It's not like you have any vested interest in the fight. I mean it's not like you can control who wins and who doesn't. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna to talk to my wife about that then. Since the fact you just said that, I'm gonna tell her that when we get off the we get off the phone here. There you go. Get your $25 out, <laughs> And we'll end with this. And when you envision the fight in your head, Anthony, how do you win on Saturday night? 
a pleasure my friend thank you so much for the extended time it's greatly appreciated best of luck on saturday night i'll bet they're 25 dollars and we'll talk soon all right take care my friend all right you too buddy all right thank you